Hey everyone, this is Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy. I am Armin Arlert. If you know who that is, I will definitely buy you a drink this weekend. Um, you'll have to meet me early though, because I'll be working at Club Roar from 9 to 2 a.m. pretty much every day this weekend. Um, if you haven't been to Club Roar yet, Club Roar is the newest gay club in Rochester. Well, I'm not even going to say gay club. LGBTQ plus friendly and all accepting club in Rochester. A great place for some great drag shows, great drinks, great music, and just a great fucking time. So if you haven't had a chance to go to Roar yet, you should go to Roar. I support it. It is a great choice. It is a fantastic life choice. Um, it is Friday, November 8th. It's already November 8th, y'all. It's been flying by, but I hope you all have had a great week. If you're listening to this and it's not November 8th, maybe it's 2025 and like November 29th or something. I mean, you know, I hope it's a good day for you then too. Or maybe you're listening to this and somehow it's the past. Maybe we perfected time travel and all of a sudden you're listening to this and it's June 1st, 1982. Whatever. I think it could still be good. Um, if you want to interact with the show, please feel free to do so. You can always hit me up on all of the social medias at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy, at Lifestyle GBB, or use hashtag LGBB. And I will be sure to get your content no matter what you do. Um, you can also email me, and the email for the show is lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle G is in gay, B is in black, B is in boy at gmail.com. I'll be sure to read your email, see what you got to say. And if you decide to go over, I'll give you some leeway because I'm feeling generous this month. If you go over 19 curse words, that's when I'll stop reading. Especially if you're cursing me out for the way my voice sounds. I don't really know what else to tell you. It's whiny and nasally, but it's still here for you. Um, also, if you like the show, I do ask that if you are on an app or listening on an app like Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora now, um, Himalaya, Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more to rate the show. Rate the show and leave me a comment. Um, The more you do it, the more visible the show becomes. And then on top of that, like I've said before, without you, it's not possible for me to continue doing this and I'm enjoying it and loving it. It's free to comment. It's free to leave me some stars. So thank you guys. Give me a five-star rating. (laughs) So today's episode is going to be called Gay, Black, and Challenged challenges, challenges, challenges. That is something that I have been hearing a lot of this week, seeing a lot of this week, and have even talked about a lot this week because it's something important. Challenges are something we all are going to face in our lives and they make us grow. They can also hurt us sometimes, but there can be a lot of good and positive things that come from challenges. So let's start off with our quote of the day. Our quote of the day comes from Armin Arlert. I'm not going to tell you where he's from because that'll give up who I want you to guess or the anime he's from um, in order to get your drink this weekend. But Armin says, 
People who can't throw something important away can never hope to change anything. I think that's a very powerful quote. And only one more time. People who can't throw something important away can never hope to change anything. You know, the character Armin, he comes from a very intense anime where a lot of death and destruction occurs. There's not much happiness in the world that he exists in. But yet and still, he's still talking and he's fighting for change. Change for a better life. Change to not exist in the spectrum that he's existing anymore. Change to become something greater and to fulfill a promise that he made to himself and his friends that they would see the ocean before they all died. And that's big. It's very big because when you first are challenged by something, you're typically challenged by something because you're trying to reach a certain point or you're trying to achieve a goal. You're trying to reach that antithesis that you've been striving for forever. But of course, you've got to go over the challenges. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody's listening has heard of or read or been forced to read or listen to a Greek tragedy or one of the Greek plays like Ulysses or Jason and the Argonauts. Um, And all those stories tend to follow a certain um, formula. So the formula kind of goes like this. We've got our hero. And let's use Ulysses. We've got our hero, Ulysses. And he is already on a journey or he's already at some point in his life. And we'll use that as the Trojan War. So he was at the Trojan War. The Trojans won. And then he's trying to get back home. So after he tries to go back home, there ends up being something that happens. He does not sacrifice to the gods. He does not give the gods praise and prayer. So now they decide, okay, well, we're going to challenge you. You know, Zeus says, I'm upset. Like, what the hell do you think? Who the hell do you think you are? So then he has to go through trial and challenge and trial after trial, losing a multitude of his men along the way. But every time something happens to him, every time he's challenged and tried, he comes out triumphantly and then ends up gaining some kind of skill, some kind of knowledge or some kind of courage from the challenge he has just faced. Now, the challenges get worse and worse and worse as they go. And this is part of the formula where our hero is now transforming and changing into a better individual. Because after our hero goes through the challenges and then comes out triumphantly, he finally reaches his goal, his return trip, his home, his journey has now come to its end. But now after going through everything that he's gone through, home is no longer home. Home is completely changed. It's completely different. You've been out of the game for so long that it's changed. And you're like, whoa, what the hell? What do I do here? And in Ulysses' case, he gets home. He realizes that life is not the way it was left when he went off to war. So now he's got to use all of his skills and the things that he's gained through facing his challenges to make home home again. And then once he finally makes home home, it's like home squared. It's like 
he just took his house, which was all wooden furniture, and now made platinum furniture. Like, platinum couches, platinum lazy boys. Um, you know, I, well, I know they didn't have lazy boys back in, you know, ancient Greek times. But, you know, what I'm saying, a chaise lounge made of platinum, something like that. So... That is the journey that is a typical formula that a hero faces when they're facing things. And the most important part of it is they're going to go through challenge after challenge. And we all do this in our daily lives, even though we don't have the cool, fun things like Medusa's head in a backpack or, you know, magical shoes that can make us fly all over the place or a blanket that smells like fried chicken all the time. You know, we don't get those cool things, but we do get to face challenges and overcome them and become stronger and better individuals. And at times, as we're going through these challenges, we end up having to give up something. We have to either give it up, maybe destroy it, or maybe take it to a whole different spectrum that we didn't see coming. So I look at it to bring it back to our spectrum, the spectrum of my own life, being gay, black, and out. So when I started off my journey of this life, I knew that I was different. And then I learned what it is to be gay or to identify as a gay man. And I'm like, okay, that's me. That's what I've been feeling my entire life. So now I finally have a title to it. Now, when I finally realized that I had a title to call how I've been feeling my entire life, I then also realized that this title itself is going to cause me a lot of strife. I'm going to have a lot of issues within my own interpersonal circles, my family, friends, just the society that I was growing up in, the community that I was in at the time that I had finally understood that this is my spectrum, that this is my wheelhouse, that this is where I actually belong in the scheme of things. So I feel like I kind of took on the journey of a hero, where at first... I went through all these weird, confusing things where I didn't understand or have the title to place on how I've been feeling to I gained the title now. But now when I decided to don the title, I had to face challenges. The first challenge was my family. The second challenge was my friends. The third challenge was being just out in a world of people who don't even know me, but are ready to attack me based on just me living my life. And as you go through these challenges, and as I went through these challenges, I had to learn that I was going to be giving up something. I was giving up my anonymity to just be that black guy in a room. Now I'm going to be that gay black guy in the room. Or in some circles, I'm just, oh, that's the gay one. You know, or if you are a part of or have members of your family who will do the hand gesture of you like having a weak wrist as my uh, grandfather would say it oh you know like oh you know he's and then they flip the wrist so I had to give up my comfort and I had to give up my anonymity of being able to just walk in a room and just be me to now the fact that people knew I was gay 
now I'm like, oh, well, I don't get to just sit here in the corner and eat my Reese's with peanut butter on top of it. Now I have to sit here in the corner while eating my Reese's with peanut butter on top of it and then having someone come over and tell me that God has a bigger plan for my life as opposed to just taking dick. (laughs) Like, I, yes, that was a true conversation that happened. So that is one thing that I can consider a challenge. Now, there are other challenges that are out there. And of course, I've gone through other challenges in my life. And I guarantee people listening have gone through other challenges in their life. Um, There was one thing that I wanted to talk about that I had seen. And I just thought it was a great thing. So there was a question that got posed about, you know, what do you think are the biggest challenges that our gay black men are facing? And there's so many things that we could put into that spectrum of what gay black men are facing and gay black women. Now, I can't speak on behalf of gay black women, but I do have friends who are gay black and women who have a lot of obstacles that they're dealing with as well. You know, one of the things that can become a challenge for us in our life, and this relates to me, especially when I was going through the journey of accepting myself for being a gay man, is embracing yourself. Embracing yourself can be very, very hard. And there's no bigger critic for who we are in this world than ourselves. You know, I get up and I look in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, well, damn, you got love handles, but even your love handles are uneven. Like the left love handle, I can get like a good handful. The right love handful, uh, the right love handle, I can maybe fit all of that into two palms. And it's like, well, can I just get equal fat on both sides? You know, I, I'm okay with being fat. Just give me enough to be equal on both sides of my body. Um, or, you know, we can be even be critical of ourselves, not in the physical spectrum, but in the emotional or in intellectual section of our lives. You know, I kick myself some days where I'm like, Angie, why the hell did you say that? And it could have just been something stupid, me trying to make a joke that didn't land. And then I'm beating myself up for an hour because the joke didn't land when in all actuality, it just wasn't fucking funny. And I do that all the time to myself. So, you know, one big challenge that I know I face is myself, where before I embraced who I was, I hated myself 24-7. Then after I embraced who I was, I thought I was wrong and had to be fixed, so I hated myself 24-7. And then finally, I got away from the poison influences that were making me feel that way, that I should be hating myself because I'm gay, or I should be hating myself because I say weird, awkward, dumb things at the most unopportune time, to saying, you know what, Andrew, that's just kind of who you are. That's just what you do, and love yourself, embrace yourself, accept yourself, because you can't get away from yourself. You're stuck with yourself 24-7. Believe it or not, even if you get drunk and try to black out, you're still going to wake up with yourself and be with yourself inside of yourself. (laughs) If that makes sense. You know, and then another thing that is a challenge for me is... I don't give myself realistic timelines. You know, so an unrealistic timeline for me is, okay, I made four podcast episodes. I should have six million listeners. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. I don't know six million people. 
I don't think 6 million people are going to listen to some random black boy that they've never met in their life before. So I don't see that happening. But what I do see happening is the fact that I am attaining a dream of something that I've always wanted to do. You know, I bring that in because as we are looking at things and we're facing challenges, you still have to acknowledge the progress that you have made within that specific challenge. The challenge itself doesn't just end because maybe you reach a small part of the goal because it's still going to be there until you've ultimately eradicated that challenge. So let's say a challenge that we have in place is I want to learn to make hollandaise sauce. Hollandaise sauce, and you know, I always talk about food, is delicious. It is egg yolks lemon juice, clarified butter, and it's just so tasty. But making holiday sauce is not easy. It takes practice. It takes time. It takes skill. So I can't just go out and buy 60 eggs and say, okay, by the time I get to the 59th egg, I'm going to make the best holiday sauce in the world. No, because it takes time to season it right, to make it right, to make sure your sauce doesn't break And all those things like that. But I can give myself the goal inside of the challenge to say, okay, my challenge is to make the perfect hollandaise sauce. My goal that is inside this challenge is by the time I get to the fifth egg, I at least make a sauce that has not broken. I don't have perfection yet, but I'm still making progress. And it's important to be able to do that because it's one of the ways you can face your challenge and grow through it and get over it. You know, it's it's just things that I'm thinking about. Um, another thing that is a challenge that can be a huge challenge to uh, black gay men. And you know, what? I'm going to say gay men in general. Sometimes you get into the social group that seems to be challenging each other or tearing each other down as opposed to lifting each other up to get to a higher plane. Um, Not all gay men are like this. Not all black people are like this. Not all black women or black men in whatever spectrum you roll in are like this. But it is something that is very prevalent now, especially in social media this whole social media age that we're in, it's so easy to go and tear somebody down and just write words and shoot them off and not worry about the effect of what you're saying on another person is. So it's one thing that is a challenge for us as a society, us as a community, us as gay black men, women, and people who are just existing on the spectrum of earth. It's a challenge. It is a challenge. I mean, we all are entitled to feel how we feel, but you are not entitled to hurt another individual. And if your only goal is to hurt another individual with what you're going to say, do, or demonstrate, it's not worth doing it because you're just doing it to hurt somebody and be spiteful. It's a challenge to get through that because at some point, maybe there is something that you really want to say that you know could tear down another individual. But maybe it's something that you could say in a positive or constructive way. 
Maybe it's something that you could just leave out altogether and maybe they'll come to the conclusion on their own. We don't always have to be ready to attack and hurt other people. Um, It makes it a challenge to even get out of your bed because when you are attacked by the people who are supposed to be your community, the people you'll be able to identify with, that hurts way more than some random rando insulting you. Like, if some just random straight guy walks past me on the street and is like, oh, well, that's a fag, I'm going to be like, um, okay, whatever. I don't really care. If a gay man does it to me, I'm going to brush it off and be like, well, I don't fucking care. But then that's going to be something that's probably going to seep into my mind. I'm going to be like, well, what the fuck, man? Not even another gay person can leave me alone? What is going on in this picture? What is the issue here that is making it so hard for me to be able to relate and survive and get through challenges that I'm pretty sure that individual is facing as well? That brings me another part of the challenge, though. So as you're going through your challenges, sometimes you can become jaded and hurt. And hurt people hurt other people. So maybe that person who is now in the part of the challenge of tearing down another person who's a part of their spectrum, another gay black man, maybe they're in their hurt. Maybe they're in the hurt phase of their challenge. It's something that you have to overcome because you'll never get to your ultimate greatness if you're busy hurting others. And we have to learn to embrace these people and love them, even though you want to just make their face beat up your hand. Trust me, I know it. But we can at least do something constructive to not add to the destruction that that individual is creating. Um, you know, another challenge, and this is a challenge that I talked about on the Gay, Black, and Positive episode, but it has to do with our sexuality. And this isn't for everybody, um, or you know, sexuality, I'm sorry, we're going to say sexual behaviors. Um, but this can affect humans in general, especially now, again, in this age that we live in where it's so easy to get access to sex, drugs, money, Well, I'm just going to say sex, drugs. Yeah, just sex and drugs. Because money still is a little hard to come by. I mean, unless you're a counterfeiter or maybe you know how to rob the perfect bank, money's still going to suck sometimes to try to get to it. Um, But sex can be a distraction to your goal that you're trying to get through the challenge. Or maybe sex is not giving you what you need or maybe you're using it to mask or stop you or as a security blanket so you don't have to keep going to face the challenges and you can just stay in that one moment that you're in. Oh, it's scary to say that because it's like, whoa, that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to stay here getting some good sex, but uh, those dishes still haven't been washed it sucks. It's no good. So it's a challenge that we have to overcome. It's a challenge that we have to say, okay, maybe this is not going to work out. So I should probably start doing these sexual activities. You know, like Armin said, you're never going to get to change if you can't give up something important. And I'm not saying everybody throw on a chastity belt and, you know, pour semen into your anus so nobody can get in there. I mean, you got to do some serious jackhammering at that point. But what I'm saying is 
in situations where maybe you are a hypersexual person or maybe you happen to always find yourself in the sexual environment, if that's not where you need to be at the time, you may want to go back and reevaluate and say, hey, I wanted to go to this orgy and be the only bottom there, but I have to go to work so I can pay my bills. So instead of getting plowed, by 16 men, how about I go to work and get plowed with 16 pounds of paperwork? In the end, you'll have so much more to show with the paperwork as opposed to just the big meaty sticks. <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of those things that can help, but it can also hinder you. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a break here, get a little word in from our sponsors, and we will be back. everybody this is danny hey this is andrew and we are your hosts of some meta shit so if you haven't listened yet you should definitely check it out it's our new podcast uh that's been out for quite a bit now still i want to say like just over a month yeah and we do a lot of conversation about how we conversate or converse converse i can't like the word conversate i can't lie now, if you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely check it out. We're available on quite a few platforms. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on all these motherfuckers. We're here. We're talking about language and the language that we use every single day. Um, language is important. This is how we communicate as humans, as individuals, and beings in this world. But let me tell you something. When you talk about language and you talk about yourself, you read yourself all at the same goddamn time. Absolutely. Some meta shit is available for you to get into this conversation, and we want you to participate. So how can we do that? Um, you can hit us on the socials. You can follow us on our social media accounts. You can email us at somemetashit at gmail.com. And... Yeah, just give us your feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Tell us how you're using these words. We have quite a good selection of episodes so far. We've got things like healthy versus clean. We've got things like kinky versus perverted. We are looking for new um, new ideas. So if you have any ideas, absolutely just shoot us a message and let us know. I mean, words have meaning and meaning means things. Right. Come get meta with us because meta is meta. Trippy, right? And bye, y'all. That's some meta shit. (laughs) All right, guys, we're back. So, you know, I should change that. All right, everyone, we're back. I am still working to correct myself on using gendered language. So, y'all, please bear with me. I think I have gotten a little bit better, though. But let's get back into these challenges because there's one challenge that I feel is one of the hardest to move on from, to conquer, to climb that mountain and say, you know what world, go take a big old shit and leave me alone. And that is rejection. Rejection is a challenge to face. It really is. You know, we nobody likes being rejected and you can put on a brave face after receiving rejection, but it's called rejection because it's something that you wanted. It's something that you've worked for that you tried to get out there and do, and you got that hard no. You get that hard no. 
Um, or, you know, sometimes it can even be a soft no, which means you just go back to the drawing board and try again with the same thing. But sometimes you get that hard no. You get that good old in-your-face, Nabra, get out my face. It's kind of what happens. And, you know, it's rejection is something that I feel can build character, can make you work harder, can help your determination. Because when you come back again, you don't want to hear no again. Now you just want a yes. You just want a good old hug and let me into your space. Um, I think of doing this podcast. I've been doing this now for 34 weeks, um, 34 episodes, 34 weeks altogether, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been great to do, but there have been some challenges to this. There's been challenges of me wanting to actually record, me wanting to give the time to this, or me saying, hey, you know what, Andrew? It's three in the morning and you're recording, but that's because you decided to procrastinate and do that. It has nothing to do with what anybody else did. And that's a challenge within myself that I have to face and keep working on continuously. I have to be vigilant and say, no, you have set this time for a reason. So start using it for that reason, as opposed to going down the rabbit hole of Twitter, because now I've discovered there's actually fun and good things on Twitter that can interest me, like watching dogs and cats play with toys for the first time. Or watching videos of a dog who just discovered they can bark and they startle themselves. Oh my god, I love them. Or, you know, even on Tumblr, you know, not Tumblr, Twitter, you know, sometimes maybe you get caught up with the hot guys where it's like, whoa, okay, that's a man. I didn't expect to see that. Not today. <laughs> and it can happen. But getting through that, working to it and saying, hey, okay. Here's the time that you can use that for, but this is affecting your goal and your dream that you've tried to reach. So it's time to set it aside and leave it alone. You know, I also think about with doing this podcast, I've been rejected multiple times from multiple different platforms for my podcast, whether it was the title, maybe I didn't submit the forms correctly, maybe my RSS feed was a little janky. I receive rejection 24-7 when it comes to expanding my goal and my dream. And rejection is hard to take, especially when you're putting something out to the world that you feel is beneficial or you just feel is a good product to the world that represents you and brings your face into people's ears. Rejection is not easy to face, but with that rejection, I gained even more than what I thought I lost. So going through situations where you are rejected, you get to see, okay, well, I was rejected because of this, this, and this. You know, I said that I wanted to make pancakes, but they rejected my pancakes because instead of flour, I decided to use Play-Doh. And instead of butter, I decided to use some WD-40. And instead of cooking on a stovetop, I decided to try to cook it over a live grenade. We have a whole problem because that pancake is probably going to taste like it fell on the floor of a Hooters bathroom. Gross. So after getting rejected because they didn't like that kind of pancake, then I learned, oh, well, how about instead of the Play-Doh, let's use some flour or some pancake batter. Or instead of the WD-40, I've got some good old fashioned butter here. 
And instead of trying to cook on top of the grenade, oh, wait, there's this invention called a stove. I can cook on that. You know, very extreme scenario, but the fact that I got rejected because I didn't meet the challenge correctly and produce the right product gave me a chance to look back at it, fix what I did, and then submit it again. And it's the same thing with my podcast. It's the same thing with everyday life. I mean, we're going to go through life. We're going to face challenges. And if you don't overcome the challenge the first time, that's not the end of it. That's not all. Now you just know the pitfalls that you can fall into in one attempt or multiple attempts and avoid them next time. Now you're going to sidestep that good old pothole that keeps claiming uh, Wiley Coyote and you're going to actually be able to get to the finish line. That's the good part when it comes to rejection and it comes to facing the challenges that you get rejected for. It's always very, very beneficial to you. And you know, the last thing that I want to look at for challenges and things we have to face is challenges, because this is one that I've seen a lot. You know, we've all seen like the f- videos on uh, the socials where somebody's like pretending they have all this clout or they're flexing on their social media like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm sitting in front of this um, uh, Lamborghini. And then the real owner of the Lamborghini comes over and drives away while the person stands there looking stupid with their phone in their hand. That's a challenge. Social media itself has influence infected and has become so mainstream in Americans' lives and pretty much the entire world's lives that it can become a challenge to get away from it. And you'll go down the rabbit hole. You'll be stuck on stupid sometimes. Or maybe you get focused on what other people think as opposed to just doing what you know you can do for yourself. You're doing a good product. That's a challenge because if you get swept up in it, whatever needs to be done starts to lack. Challenge accepted at that point because you have to move on. Either you're going to stay stuck on social media and end up homeless tweeting or doing your little dance videos in front of a garbage can, but putting maybe a sheet of aluminum foil on and say, hey, I'm at the reflection room. Or you're like, okay, let me cut back on this other thing that I'm doing. Let me make sure I keep making the money to fund myself. So it's a two-way street when it comes to social media and rejection and how that creates a challenge for us in our daily lives. So when it comes to challenges and you're going to face them, there's some things that you can do that can help when it comes to facing a challenge. I broke it down to a couple of steps here. So one of the first things you can do when there's a challenge that you're facing, if you're like me, I tend to let myself get swept up in that challenge. And when I say swept up, I mean, I'm like, okay, Well, now these people saw me in a pair of jeans that are not ironed. So I have on a pair of wrinkly jeans. So then somehow I over-exaggerated in my mind to the point where it's like, okay, now the colonies on Mars know that I have wrinkled jeans. And because they know that I have wrinkled jeans, I will never be able to go to Mars. Elon Musk is going to spit in my face when I finally meet him and say, SpaceX, bitch, you're space next. Yes, I imagined him using a very corny line like that. But then I have to look at myself and I have to turn to reality and say, Andrew, none of what you've just imagined is happening. You just have wrinkly jeans. Take them off and go fucking iron them. 
or if you're at work already, just sit your ass down at the desk and nobody will see your damn pants. I have to turn to reality and realize that what I'm imagining in my head has not happened, will never happen, and if it does happen, I'm going to play the lottery that day. Another thing is to embrace your life as it is rather than as you want it to be. So with goals, like I was saying at the beginning of this, you can have goals and goals when you have them can create challenges. Challenges are created because you're trying to get to your goal. You want to be at a specific space, but you're not at that space in the moment. That's why it's a challenge to get there. When I find myself getting swept up in challenges to the point where I'm obsessing and I'm upset and I'm frustrated and my equilibrium's thrown off because I haven't achieved my goal for that challenge, I have to look at it and say, Andrew, you still have to remember you haven't reached that goal yet because there's still more work to do. And because you haven't reached it doesn't mean that the challenge has beaten you. It just means that it's taking a little extra work to get there. This challenge is like fighting Shao Kahn at the end of Mortal Kombat 3. If you've played Mortal Kombat 3 and you make it to Shao Kahn at the very end, fighting him is like fighting the best computer player ever in the world. And on top of that, he laughs at you, taunts you, kicks you all around the screen, and at the end of it has the nerve to hammer you down into the floor like a nail. And all you can do is sit and watch. And you find yourself getting upset. You're like, this fucking bitch. Like, I knew this was going to happen again. Now, I am personally traumatized from that game. But there's a point where you start to get so good at it because he's beaten you so many times that your button pushes start getting faster. You start stringing combos together. You start catching him off guard. You realize the areas that you can attack and you can start destroying things. But you only get there because you keep playing. You keep going. And you look at yourself in the moment that I have not beat him yet, but now I'm seeing where he's weak at. That is when you live in the way you are and not where you want to be. Because once you realize that you're living in where you are and not where you want to be, that allows you to start improving, building, and make tools to get over that challenge. This ties in with another step that I think when it comes to get over a challenge, and that's taking your time. Patience is a virtue, especially when you're facing the challenge. You know, like I was saying before, just because I made three episodes doesn't mean I'm going to get six million listeners. No, you've got to keep going. You've got to persevere. It takes time to reach a goal. It takes time to get over a challenge. Now, if your challenge is just to get up and go to the kitchen and get a glass of water, yeah, it's going to take you a little bit of seconds to get there, but you're still getting over your challenge at that point because your challenge was you didn't have water. But if you want something big, like I want to buy a house very soon. I want to have a house. My challenge right now to get the house is to get my down payment and to learn about realty and to learn what it takes to have like, actually have a house. How does the buying process work? How do I maintain this home that I eventually will buy? My challenge is understanding that, getting the knowledge for it, and then having the capital and means to back it up. 
that's the challenge. And if I give up and just say, oh, fuck it, who cares? Then the challenge has now beaten me. But if I keep persevering step by step by step, taking my time, eventually that challenge goes from looking like Mount Everest to literally looking like walking up a flight of stairs. And you have to practice gratitude. Um, And you have to practice gratitude for yourself. This is another step of it. And when I say gratitude, that is the moment where you realize that you have to thank yourself for doing the tool, doing the things that it took to get you to where you want to be. And then you also want to thank the other people and be appreciative of other people in your life who are helping you out, especially when you have a challenge going on. You know, when we're in the midst of a challenge, it's very easy to say to yourself, I'm all by myself, I'm all alone, nobody can understand where I'm at, and nobody will understand where I'm at. Well, all the while, people know exactly where you are, people are understanding what your challenge is, and maybe somebody's facing the exact same challenge that you're facing. It takes time to realize that, it takes time to acknowledge it, and it takes time to accept that you are not the only one in the situation, because as humans, we want to feel unique, but we're not. We're not unique. We all do the same bodily functions when it comes to just needing the necessities for life. That's where we're at. And now, one thing that I think is very good is to stay close to your feelings, whether they're happy, bad, feel great, or feel so painful like someone's drilling an ice hot uh, ice hook into your back. It's important to stay connected with your emotions and your feelings when you're facing a challenge. Because if you don't, that challenge will take you over, can fuck with your emotions, and you may not even realize that it's happened to you. And when you're in that space where you don't realize that your emotions have now been taken over by the moment, as opposed to you ruling them and saying, hey, this is my space, this is my time, and I'm like Maxine Waters reclaiming it, that challenge is going to beat you at that point because you're no longer focused. You're no longer there to say, hey, okay, I realize that I'm hurting right now, but I also realize that you're just a moment. When you give up on your emotions, when you're no longer emotionally intelligent, when you're facing a challenge, the challenge is one and there's no way you can get over it. I'm trying to give a good analogy for it. And the one thing that I can think of is whenever you watch an anime and you see a character who's maybe a sword fighter or someone learning to fight. Whenever that character is learning to fight and they get angry and they get upset that they keep getting mushed in the face by the person who's teaching them or they keep getting their ass kicked by the person who's supposed to be teaching them how to fight, they continue to lose. It's not until they analyze how they feel, check the emotion, accept it whether it's positive or negative, and then use it to make them go further is the only time that they beat that person who's been beating the crap out of them for maybe a good 94 episodes if you're watching Dragon Ball Z or any Dragon Ball, let's just be honest. So being emotionally intelligent is one thing that is super great that can help you get over a challenge because you have to know how to process your emotions. And one of the big things that I'll say when it comes to facing a challenge is making sure that you don't neglect your loving relationships. 
your friendships, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your non-binary partners, however you want to identify with whatever kind of relationship it is, when you're in the midst of a challenge and you're going through that hurt and that pain, or maybe you're going through a situation where it's just like, fuck man, I feel like I'm all alone. That's when you want to turn to your friends, your family, whoever, and just look at them and say, hey, I love you. And I'm going to be here for you because you're going to give me strength. I'm going to give you strength. And this is a beneficial relationship to us both. Um, It's always good to make sure you don't burn those bridges. Because in a challenge, when you've burned your bridges, that's when you're officially alone in a challenge. When you have given up on all the meaningful relationships around you, that's when you're on your own. And you know, sometimes you hear people and they say, oh, I did it all by myself. I made it all by myself. I'm here all by myself, which can be very true in certain things that you have made it there on your own. But take it from somebody who tries to do everything on his own all the time. It feels very good when I know that I'm not completely alone. It does feel pretty good when I'm just like, oh, well, you know what? Even if you don't help me with this specific thing, I can just walk over and give you a hug. That has still helped me through my challenge, no matter what the challenge is. So it's just beneficial to make sure you keep those things as important, important processes for you. I guess I'll say it that way. (laughs) So that's going to be the show today, y'all. I'm making a little bit of a short one. I know I had a couple people say, hey, we like when you get to an hour, go over an hour. Sometimes I can do it. Sometimes I can't. You know, I don't want to just give you guys just a rambling montage of absolutely nothing. Um, But one thing that I do want to talk about that I just think is so, 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 so beautiful. I don't often watch The View, but it was so beautiful to watch Donald Trump Jr. get his ass handed to him on The View after he said multiple stupid things like Whoopi, not Whoopi, Joy Behar being in blackface, which never occurred. Then Whoopi Goldberg checked him. That was just so great to watch. It's like watching a floundering fish try to gasp for air as people are dumping maple syrup on top of it. It was B-E-A-U-tiful to watch. Oh, my God. And this impeachment inquiry now looks like it could be gaining some momentum and maybe we can have this orange motherfucker out of the office very soon. But I'm pretty sure the Senate will vote to acquit him of all charges because Republicans that are there, which I, you know, you can lead people off a cliff when they want to just see their things come to pass, I guess. Um... But we're not going to focus too much on that because I don't want to devote my time to individual one. But guys, if you would like to interact with the show, please feel free to do so. You can hit me on all of the social medias at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy or Lifestyle GBB or hashtag 
LGBB. I'll be sure to check out what you're saying, get back to you, and hopefully you like some of my photography that I've been posting. Also, you can reach out to me by email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in gay, B is in black, B is in boy at gmail.com. And I will be glad to check out what you have to say to me. If you can, the only thing that I ask you to do is share the show with your friends, your family, your dog, your cat, your pillow, your blanket, your hand lotion, and maybe even your gym instructor. And if you share the show, I also ask that you rate it, give it five stars, and give me a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, because this will help the show become more visible and more amazing. Also, if you get a chance to check out my podcast with Danny and it's called some meta shit come and get meta with us as we break down language and we break down our barriers and start talking about how we talk well guys i hope you all have a great weekend i hope you enjoy it and thank you for listening i'm gonna be out of here but bye